0: Block Talk Radio. Welcome to the Stock Market Week in Review with the Armor Report. I'm Brett Rosenthal. Thanks for joining today. I founded the Armour Report. If you wish, you can check out the websites right down here. It's going to be live again tomorrow. All right. So we just did some changes and tomorrow it'll be up and live. You can see it. I founded it for individuals who've decided to take on the monumental task of managing his or her own capital. And I commend you for that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take 35 years of experience managing my own capital and capital for individuals. And I'm going to share a process. I like to call it the armor investing way. It's a three stage process. At its core What we're doing here is we're putting ourselves on the right side of probabilities over and over again when rewards worth the risk. And if we do that and follow that process and shut off all the other noise around us, we can see a meaningful increase in our net worth over time. That's the plan. And I'm gonna share that information with you. And I'm gonna show you how to create the information structure on your own. So tonight what we're gonna do, our weekend review, we always do this. I'm gonna walk you through the stock market. I'm gonna show you what our algorithms are saying about the market. So the three stages of investing at the Armour Report, we build our own whiteboard, which is our research department, our fundamental research. I'll share with you how we do it, okay? Um, then we use proprietary algorithms for execution purposes when to add capital to the market, when to take it out. And the third stage, of course, is our stop-loss discipline. All three working harmoniously together is what creates the information edge that allows us to create alpha in our portfolio. So I'm going to talk to you about the market, what we saw last week, which has just happened the last five days and how we intend to attack next week. We're going to drill down to some stock charts. I'll show you exactly what stocks we're buying. Armor insiders, subscribers. And again, if you wish to subscribe, it's right down here, ArmorReport.com, report.com, A-R-M-R report.com. Um, we share with subscribers our three portfolios, armor index only armor swing, armor invest. And don't forget All three of those portfolios represent what I do with my own personal capital. So I'm not telling you how to invest. I'm not telling you what to buy. I don't know you. I don't know your risk tolerance. You have to figure that out on your own. But I'll share with you the structure for my portfolio and how we manage risk through different styles of management, okay? And over time, you'll understand a little bit more about yourself, and you'll find out what type of investor you want to be. So... We'll dive into that. We're going to share some information tonight um, about the cannabis space. We're going to get back on the cannabis couch. Um, Bottom line, I've been saying this for three years, and I've been pounding the table for the last, I don't know, 12 months maybe, maybe even less than that, maybe six months, um, that we are at the very beginning of one of the greatest investment opportunities of our lives. Okay, so we have to understand that. And I'm going to share with you what we did this week with that information in mind, and then I'll get to Q and A. All right, so let's hop to it. Um, Let's start with, of course, a thumbs up always helps me, you know, give me a a thumbs up on YouTube, always helps. Let's jump into um, a quick review of the market indexes. So as usual, what I like to say is that the S&P is walking up this Andrews fork and we always start here because it's like a big picture. You know, we don't need to see where we are in general seven out of 10 stocks follow the market. So we have to, have to know what the market's doing first, and then we drill down into individual stocks. We drew this Andrews fork from the beginning of the Fed intervention all the way back here last year, okay? And it's just been walking up that center line of that fork. When it gets to the bottom, it's over, you know, you you would argue that's a place to look to buy the, the market. And when it gets to the top, it's a place to look to sell it. That's a you know, basic understanding. Okay, so what we have here last week is a test of the 50-day moving average, which is this black line. So let me start by saying, for those of you who are on on Saturday, you knew we came into this week 75% cash in our swing and invest portfolios. And, and like a game of battleship, the market sunk one of our index. ETF algos, which was the Dow. We got taken out of that Dow position. So what we do with the index-only portfolio is we have seven algorithms designed for the specific volatility of each of those uh, indexes, which we believe really covers the whole market. It's the S&P, the NASDAQ, small caps, the Dow. Those are the four main ones. And then the sub ones are um, the value index, the momentum index, and the IBD 50, which are like disruptive growth stocks. That covers the spectrum for us. We have one portfolio. All it does is buy those indexes using algorithms. We're 85.7% long, 14.3% cash. And last week we raised that cash. And I said to you last week, if the market goes lower next week, it's gonna bang us out of all of our index portfolio positions and we'll be in an even bigger cash position. But if the market holds the lows, there may be another green light window to put money to work. Now, for Armour Insiders, we have a, um, what I call the risk monitor, okay? And it's a simple red, green, yellow light. We look at the confluence of the seven indexes to help drive our risk decisions. Green is very unique. It's a, it's, Green really only happens after you've been red and everything goes positive at once and we get aggressive and put a lot of money to work. The majority of the time in a bull market, we're yellow. And yellow means we're managing success. We're not aggressively grabbing everything in sight, but we're booking profits on the way up or a position's hitting a stop loss, and then we're rotating capital into the next idea. So we're allow the windows open to buy, and add to a portfolio, but we're also managing that success booking, profit, stopping losses, and of course, risk monitor red means everything is out. You know, we're raising we're huge cash positions. So we've been yellow since November, early November, when one index was sunk last week. It doesn't change it red but it tells us maybe something's wrong, okay? So on Monday, and this is the key now, on Monday, we had a reversal to the upside. And so for really one day, I'd call it a green day. The action that happened on Monday in our algorithms, which was this day right here on the, on the 1st of February, that reversal right there was a window opening for us to put capital to work The next that day and the next day is really when we put all of our capital to work. So we went from 75% cash to 25% cash at the end of Monday. And by the end of Tuesday, we were 100% invested again. And if we just rifle through... Um, Let's say the IBD 50 looks great. Held at the 25 day moving average. Momentum index, nothing wrong with that. Held the 25 day moving average. Okay, they all look great. I'm not gonna waste our time. I'm gonna try to make this a little quicker tonight. So basically what happened was, we were on lookout for weakness. If we took out the lows of Friday, we would have been gone from the market probably. But one of the things I love about a test of of a major um, um, risk-off area is that if it doesn't fail and reverses, you get an aggressive buying surge in the market. It's almost proof that it was just a stop hunt. The market came right down to the 50-day just to shake out weak holders and reverse. And if you see that happen, you got to get aggressive and put capital back to work. So where did we go? First place we went was the very best investment opportunity, I think, of my life to date. And that's the cannabis play. This is shares of YOLO and shares of MSOS. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. On Monday, we aggressively acquired MSOS and YOLO and I mean like aggressive, biggest position size possible, on Monday. Why we do that? Because these stocks are already extended. So you might think that I wouldn't aggressively hit the stocks like that because they they really didn't give much of a sell-off. What I said the prior week was I was cleaning out my cannabis portfolio, booking lots of profits on individual stocks. And I wanted to rotate into the ETFs for two major reasons. The first is, I believe we're at the, the, the at the beginning stage of massive acceptance of an unbelievable investment theme. Everything goes up in that, not everything, but, um, The whole group goes up in that environment. What I don't want to do in that environment is try to cherry pick ideas and pick the one or two names that either don't go up or announce a secondary that whacks the stock price 15, 20%. I don't need that headache. I want to buy the ETF. I want to own the whole group. And those two ETFs are run By advisor shares, and I've said this many times, I like the management team. I like, I thoroughly believe Todd Harrison is one of the visionaries of the space. And so he's an advisor on both of those funds. So that's where I want to go with capital. You can do whatever you want. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm saying what I did with my own personal capital. I wanted to hit that hard. So I get the whole group at the beginning of this move. And I had the liquidity If I'm wrong, if things reverse, it's easy to get out of those positions. It can be a lot harder to get out of a single stock trading on the Canadian Stock Exchange. I guess this is a third bonus reason of why I'm focusing on the ETF. We know legislation's coming. We don't know what it's going to look like. What I don't want to do is build a portfolio of stocks and the legislation comes out that's not friendly to the group of stocks that I thought would be great ideas. That's a risk that I don't think enough of us are talking about right now. We don't know what the legislation is going to look like. Politicians notoriously screw things up. So I don't want to cherry pick what I think are the greatest ideas and then, you know, Chuck Schumer does something stupid and it wrecks that idea, but it really helps a different cannabis stock. Do you see what I'm saying? I want the whole group. And once we see what the legislation is, then I can start. So that's the hub of my portfolio. Then I can start cherry picking where I want to go, what I think will, ex, will excel compared to its peers. So that's why we focus there. So the markets came down to a key location, found support at the location, reversed higher. So, what was our next step on Monday? I want to please, please hear me, hear me this when I say this. Nobody knows when the top's going to come in. I don't know. Nobody knows when the top will come in. It's not even worth trying to guess the top. People guess tops all the way as the market goes higher and higher and higher and miss massive amounts of upside trying to guess tops. I'm never going to do that. The Armour Report is about reading and reacting to what the market's giving us. Right now, it's giving us a window to make money. Our choice is how do we make the money. My risk tolerance is different than yours. My risk tolerance is is such that I begin by managing my risk and then I try to capture upside. How does that manifest itself? I don't have an interest in building a portfolio of companies with no earnings and no revenue, but you know, uh, great concepts that everybody's putting to the moon. I don't care if those stocks are doubling right now. I'm not putting my assets at risk in a tulip idea. If you don't know what I mean, you wanna read that book, okay? But I recognize the windows open for the market to go a lot higher. We just got ridiculous stimulus package. Massive amounts of capital is flowing. That's why this market keeps going up. So what I'm doing, the first thing we do Monday, we add cannabis, because that's our number one investment theme. The second thing we do is we add the big cap tech stocks that have blowout earnings numbers where the institutions will hide. We can make money here. You're going to tell me it's at a moderate pace. That's fine. I had a massive year last year. I'm happy to make money at a moderate pace where I feel I have liquidity to protect capital whenever the top hits. I don't know where the top is going to be. These are the stocks that we're buying. CRM. Microsoft, okay? Packer, MGA, okay? Netflix. So the core of the portfolio, this hasn't even broken out yet. Okay, the core of the portfolio are gonna be big cap tech stocks that I think the market will gravitate to as we get closer and closer to the top of the market. Because smart money knows that we're in a very precarious position. We have record high margin interest in retail accounts. We have record low cash levels in institutional accounts, endowments and pensions. I just saw the number was less than 2.5%. It's a historic low. We have record low levels of people buying puts to protect their account. So nobody thinks they have to hedge. These are all terrible signs of a market that's way overstretched. Does it tell us where the top is? No. This is a mechanical bull market. And the Fed's constantly adding cash. And stimulus packages keep coming. So the markets keep going up. But you have to recognize that the risks are dramatically higher now than they were in March of 2020 when we first started putting a lot of money to work. And so we can still put money to work, but we focus on bigger, more liquid names so we can get out of dodge when the music stops because we don't know when that'll be. Now, the third place we go with capital is our favorite disruptive growth stocks. I'm still going to go after stocks that I think are explosive. I'm going to do it at a smaller degree. I'm going to have position sizes that are a little bit less. I want to make sure I can manage my risk but I'm going to capture upside where I can. So let's look at some charts there. What we do. What we do. Um, We own shares of Teladoc. We own shares of Teladoc right in here. We never sold it. The thing is skyrocketing. Okay. We own shares of Fastly right in here. It never got sold during the market correction. We're staying with it. Okay. Now, here is a chart, you know, uh, it's like a centerfold, okay? I'm about to show you a chart that um, is as beautiful as a sunset to me. It's, it's, as, it's as beautiful, you know, as a rainbow. You're, this is the type of chart pattern I look for. Does it guarantee I make money? No. What's beautiful is the location is right, the stop is tight, my reward is significant. So I'm on the right side of probabilities where reward's worth the risk. And here's the picture. Are you ready? Before I tell you, my seven-year-old son told me last night while going to sleep that right before I tell you something important like that, I'm supposed to ask you to like, like, like this video. (laughs) That's what he told me. He said, Dad, you got to get thumbs up. And you got to ask him for a thumbs up right before you reveal something important. I have a budding, you know, social media marketer, apparently. (laughs) I'm going to hire him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Give me a thumbs up if you haven't already. Here's the chart pattern, okay, that I absolutely adore. There it is. This is Zoom video. Now, I really love when a fundamental um, process matches the chart pattern. What we have here is a stock, we like to buy weakness in the midst of strength at the Armor report. Here's the weakness off of the massive strength. We all know that the strength was unbelievable, okay? It tests the 200-day moving average and they do a secondary offering. I think it was this day right here they price it. Stock goes sideways for a month, never breaks the offering price of the secondary, which is bullish. And today is the day it breaks out. Now, we bought this on Monday, right here, or maybe Tuesday. It might have been Tuesday. Okay? Today was the breakout. If I, could, if I could ever have the discipline to only invest in those names, I had a guy ask me the other day, how many stocks do I own? You know, maybe I own 20 to 30 at any one time. But I dream about managing a portfolio where I only own 10, And they're just 10 chart patterns like that over and over again. Here's the other, here's another one. looks just like that. You know, we already put this in the portfolio. This is Salesforce. Blowout earnings, double bottom, because they made an acquisition of Slack. It takes a while for that to, you know, um, work itself through the system. Double bottom at the 200-day breaks the downtrend. What's so compelling to me is that reward is significant risk is tight okay here's another portfolio position data dog added it broke out of a pennant how about DraftKings? added it broke out of a pennant on a gap beautiful okay here's an idea how about run stock hasn't run yet the whole reason we're buying weakness in the midst of strength The weakness is the secondary offering they did. They priced it on this day. That's why it gapped down. It held held the gap down day of the pricing of the secondary and closes above the 50-day. If it takes out the high of that tail right there, we should be in business next week. If it closes below the 50-day, we probably will be reducing the position out of the portfolio. It's a question of risk to reward. Okay. Um, so I'm going to wrap up and get to your Q&A questions. I will say that we owned shares of Snap into the earnings announcement. <coughs> Excuse me, had a real nice run. That earnings were unbelievable. You guys know I've been following these stocks and we've owned them for a while now and they just kept blowing out the numbers. Okay. So um, to, to wrap up, I'm going to wrap up with this one thought. And Armor Insiders, you're watching this now. You heard me talk about this at our meeting, uh, our 2.30 meeting, and even in the morning call. I've been saying this all week. We're in the, you know, after the Monday t- Tuesday move where we added a lot of names to our portfolio, we shifted to um, managing success. And what that means to me is four things. We don't chase anything. We already have positions on cheap, and we're making a killing. I mean, our alpha was huge this week. We don't need to chase. Don't be greedy. Bulls and bears make money. Pigs get slaughtered, right? So we don't have to go chase. That's the first thing we stop doing. I mean, you should never chase, but you really don't chase now when you're managing success. You raise your stops now. When you buy stuff Monday, Tuesday, and they explode higher, you go from a stop loss to a trailed stop. You shouldn't have a loss anymore in these positions. You should raise the stop so you're not cutting into your principal if the whole thing collapses. Those are the first two things to do to manage success. The second two things is that we look to book profits at targets. Sometimes that's four standard deviations above the 200-day. For me, it means... I think the market's about to melt melt up. To be you know between you and me, let's just keep this between us. I think the market's going to melt up. If it if I'm correct about that, what's going to happen is, I ex- this is what I expect to happen. I don't know if it will, but it looks to me like the market's in position to go through this 20 day period, which is a month of trading, right? Like a 20 day period, and it only has. Two or three down days during that entire melt up. And it's not that it goes up three, two, one, one, two, three percent a day, but it goes up a half a percent, a third of a percent, three quarters of a percent. Then it'll have a one and a half percent day. Then it'll be down half a percent, then it'll start walking up again. And it's it's it, that's what a melt up is to me on the big indexes. It just doesn't let anybody in. It just keeps squeezing up, squeezing up, squeezing up. When it gets to the top of that Andrews fork, I will be raising cash. We're not even close to that top yet, so I'm not doing it. But that will be step three. I'll be booking uh, profits when we get to certain levels. I may book profits on gap-up Mondays. So if we see the market gap up 2% on Monday morning, I might book some profits on that. The minute the market breaks a certain level. So these are just ideas of how I manage success. And then, of course, the fourth thing is to begin to put on hedges, intraday hedges. But then sometimes we like to use VIX calls as a way to hedge out a portfolio for some black swan event. So I might do that. Okay. So, um, That's all for tonight, and I'll take your questions now. I did tweet out a comment about tonight's show. And I said that we have begun buying at the Armor Trading Desk, Armor Insiders. You guys already know this, so let's keep this on the down low, okay? We have begun to buy a micro-cap cannabis stock that no one's really talking about. I've been watching the stock for three years. And Armor Insider reminded me about it last night. I was doing research and work on it last night. I literally couldn't go to sleep. I was like, this this has got to be owned. So we woke up in the morning, shared the information with Armor Insiders, put the stock in our portfolio. Stock ended the day up 15%. I think it was up 20% really at the end of the day. It's down a little bit in the aftermarket. I was going to share with you the name. I'm not comfortable doing that on the show right now for two reasons. Number one, Armor Insiders and I are probably still in the accumulation phase. So there's no reason for us to share that information and have the stock run away from us. It doesn't make any sense. So we're still accumulating the stock. We took a position that probably represents a third of what we would like to totally get. So I'm not, if the stock runs away from us, that'll be great. We'll make money, but I'm looking to accumulate more. So what I don't want to do is just shout it out on YouTube, number one. Number two, um, I never want to be viewed on YouTube or anywhere else to be promoting a micro cap so that we all can make money. I mean, I'm not. we're not doing that. But we're gonna leave that to people on reddit, okay? In our closed community of research analysts, which we all are as armor insiders we're we're all analysts working together. I like to say we're an army of analysts followed up by a tank division of algorithms. okay so armor armor insiders, you know what I'm talking about. Um, what i what I will share with the YouTube um, crowd, first of all, I would suggest you subscribe to our free email. So go to the armor report.com. Do it tomorrow. Cause they were the websites down. So do it tomorrow and subscribe. It's just a free email. I will release the information of what this stock is to our email list first. Okay. Um, and I really mean no disrespect to, to all of you who are watching. It, it's just the last thing I want to do is pump a stock. Okay. So, I'm just going to say this. We were early investors in grow generation. The chart pattern of grow generation when we were buying it at $3.50, that chart pattern looks incredibly similar to the stock we're buying now. We're, we're paying for a stock now, and it looks like it's at the same stage as grow gen was at three fifty. Okay, and I'll update you more over the next couple of weeks um, if if I think it's you know acceptable to do it. If you remember back then, I didn't share GrowGen either. I didn't share that stock. I explained to you I was buying a stock, I told you it was a micro cap, okay, but I didn't share the the, the symbol. Because the last thing I'm gonna do is is act like a carnival barker on YouTube, like so many other people. Buy the stock, it's gonna go up huge. First of all, I don't know if it's going to go up huge. It had a huge day today. It doesn't mean it's going to keep going. So you, you have to do your own due diligence anyway. So anyway, hope that wasn't uh, too disappointing. <laughs> but um, anyway, Armor Insiders, we'll keep working on that investment. We'll keep doing our research. I'm going to reach out and talk to management next week, and we'll see if we want to build our position size out, Okay. Let's get to the Q&A, guys. What do you got for me? Um, We'll start with... Let's see. We'll start with um, EB. There you go. So, Benji's asking me, what I think of BlackBerry chart? I'm not really playing any of these um, Reddit type of short squeeze stocks. And so the minute they have chart patterns that look like this, where they skyrocket you know, to the stratosphere on short squeeze conversations, they immediately get taken off of my list. I, I won't invest in them because they're no longer investments. They're just puppets for whatever's going on on Reddit. And for my money, I'm just not playing with that. You know I just I just can't wake up in the morning and the stock's down fifty percent that doesn't work for me I don't even, there's no possible way to manage that risk so I can't put money to work there if you're making money there have at it man I hope it works for you don't let me stop you okay um, SPK I, I love I love silver Spike. this is the company that's a blank check company that's buying um weed maps. When I say I love the company, I mean it's a great day trading stock for me. It's a stock that I'll day trade. I'm not going to own it. I don't like to own blank check companies, first of all, and second of all, um, I'm not exactly sure that Weed Maps is is while it's while it's a great name right now because people are buying everything cannabis related. I'm not exactly sure what the longevity of Weed Maps is. So I, I, I don't know. Um, but certainly that pattern is fun to day trade. You know, the GR. AMF the GR AMF it doesn't even come up on the screen. It's a pink sheet stock. Yeah, I looked at it. I, I don't have much to say there, Raymond. Um, not much to add on that stock. I, I know that it was added to um, a portfolio today that was important everyone was talking about it, but and, you know, not, not that interesting to me um magnite looks awesome and i'd love to get a shot at it and i just can't right they've got a huge exposure to adver- digital advertising and those stocks are going berserk and you know apps is another one digital turbines skyrocketed on earnings because of that so um that space looks great and quite frankly pinterest had a great quarter because of you know their digital ads and snap had a great quarter because of their digital ads so that story keeps developing and by the way Google started the whole thing off, telling us they had a great quarter because of digital ads. So it's a booming business. Any thoughts on Run? Yeah, okay, I already answered that question. I think Run's a great idea. And I think um, it's consolidating right above its offering price, having closed its gaps, which is perfect. If it holds the 50-day, stocks should go higher. All right, I'm going to listen to you, Ray. The next MGNI is F- L-N-T. Let's do some research on that one. E- cloud-based information and performance marketing solutions. All right. Anything cloud-based seems to be a touch. Screen. I'm going to write this down. F-L-N-T. I'll do some research on that. Not a bad chart pattern. What else you got for me? Twillow. Yeah, I'm not going to pay up for that chart. Nothing wrong with it. It's just not a chart pattern that is attractive to me. But the next one is KLR. Okay. Bank check company. I just don't do them, brother. I don't do them. They're all you. You make all the money you can in those names. Go, go for it. I love it. What's your opinion on uranium stocks? No interest. Too many other names to invest in. You're asking me my opinion, I don't forget, right? So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. You can make a lot of money in uranium stocks. But uh, to me, at the end of the day, I can't invest in everything. So it's an opportunity cost of money and what interests me. And the Armour Investing Way is about a three-stage process, the first building the whiteboard. The whiteboard process breaks down to me into three specific groups that I invest in, okay? One are the growth stocks both dynamic and established growth stocks. So we look at earnings, we look at revenue, we look at high margins, we look at you know, barriers to entry around the business, those types of things. Okay, Names like DraftKings and Datadog and Fastly and Microsoft and Netflix. The next uh, um, basket, if you will, uh, on, on my whiteboard, are gonna be uh, products and services that I use every day and that I like. I find out what the company is that makes them, I start doing research on it. That's gonna be chewy, it's gonna be Etsy, it's gonna be Amazon, right? Things like that where I'm getting, you know, boxes delivered to my door every day. How about Lululemon? That was an obvious example. I don't wear them, but I love the people who do, and they certainly look great in them. You see what I'm saying? That became a huge stock, okay? So you look around you for what's happening, and you go in that direction, you do research. And then the third, th- the third you know, basket for me of turnaround stories. Companies that have suffered for a while, changed management, major change in their business, something new is happening. Poster child for that is, Mo- is Microsoft. Stock was dead money for a decade as they kept milking Windows. And then when Balmer was out and Nadella was in and they focused on the cloud, that was the new thing that should get you into Microsoft. And that was kind of a turnaround story. Okay? Um, so anyway, that's my thought there. Let's move on. CRISPR. Um, nothing wrong with CRISPR. I was having a chat with an Armor insider who is has um, a good knowledge of, of these types of products, and his feeling was... Um, Beam was a better choice, and it didn't disappoint today. We had that conversation this this morning, so he was dead on. So I don't know if it's, you know, Beam or CRISPR. Maybe it's both stocks will work, but if you like CRISPR, you might want to do some research on Beam. Dennis, you're welcome, and thank you for joining us. Any thoughts on OGI? Says um, 50 Ghost Trading. OGI is one of my favorite Canadian ideas, okay? You've been buying the stock, full disclosure, down here. Okay, so we already own the stock and it popped this week. I like the technology inside of Organogram and this is like the one name that I think might get acquired. So I invest in this stock. Happy Friday, Brett. Happy Friday to you, Faded Trader. Thoughts on MDB? Oh, geez, am I missing it again? Oops, MDB, what a great stock this has been. Yeah, yeah, my thought is I blew it, okay? I had it right here. This was the four up and out base. One, two, three, four. It even gave me a, a pullback to buy it right on the 50 and I didn't do it. And now the stock's in the stratosphere, I can't pay up for it. Nuance. Again, might be a great idea, but where's the armor entry point? Look at where that stock's trading. So if you already own it, that's great. No, no reason to sell it. Stock looks great, right? Technically speaking. First of all, I mean, what's going on with the numbers here? This is not a growth stock. So why is the stock going up at all? Because the numbers look terrible. I, I can't even figure that one out. But I'm looking for patterns like this, ladies and gentlemen. That's the pattern. That's the pattern for me. I want to be buying here, I don't want to be chasing. I want to be buying right in the base here. I don't want to be chasing. Teladoc, I want to be buying right in the base, right here, on the 50-day moving average, on the 200-day moving average. I don't want to be chasing. Okay? Yeah, SNDL. I really need to do some work on this. Um, you know, I haven't missed anything yet, have I? <laughs> uh, it's caught up in part of the, you know, Wall Street bets Reddit story, and I just don't want to play those names. I'd rather play Organogram because I know the company better. But who knows? Maybe I should look into it. This looks good to me, but what do you think? I don't know what this is. Shashi ready. I don't know what this is. What, what is this? Yeah, you and me both on MicroStrategy. Missed that opportunity. Should have been right in there. That was a no-brainer, huh? Kind of a no-brainer. High-tight pennant. But is that really the chart pattern that I'm looking to buy? I mean, I'm just not buying that pattern, although I missed a huge opportunity. SPGI. I'm not saying my armor investing way is the only way. There's other ways to run money. It's just this is what I'm comfortable with. right, this is a better-looking pattern that I might have an interest in, but the eight relative strength is really concerning. Publishes benchmarks and ratings for global capital. You know, S&P Global? That's too slow of a business for me. I got too many other ideas to work on. Not that it won't work, Dennis. It's just not for me. WVDRY. Oh, yeah, the Danish developer of wind technology. Ugh. If you talk to me about it down here, maybe I'd have an interest. You know, but uh, up here, it just, I just I just can't I can't, I can't get involved in that. You know, when it first came out across the tops here of a weekly pattern, that was the time to buy it. Do I really want to buy it up here? I don't think so. Not for me. Moving on. Raymond, a KLR is not a blank check company. KLR, would I look at the wrong thing? I did. Oh, no, it is a blank check. It says blank check company, formed, headquartered in Italy, formed to acquire and merge with a company. So what am I missing there? Raymond, are we looking at the same stock? I, I don't know. N-V-E-E. Maybe the information I have is bad. Okay, NVE, oh yeah, you brought this up to before, faded trader. Again, the cup and handle base was right there at, uh, at 60 bucks. So that's where I wanted to get long this asset. I'm not looking to buy it up in the hundreds, but if you own it, boy, you're, you're doing real well and there's no, no signs of it slowing down. Oh, my God, Festeroso. All right, let's talk. Let's talk. This is Silver Investors Anonymous. Um, Oh, geez. Okay, I guess this is my answer. First of all, we'll look at the chart patterns in a minute. But... I'm going to tell you, the time to buy the precious metal stocks is when nobody likes them. That's right now. So if you want to have an allocation there, the time to do is when nobody cares and everybody hates it. Okay, so you might be on to something. The question for me is opportunity cost of money. Do I want to carve out a piece of my portfolio for precious metals? So far, the answer has been no. But if you force me to pick one of the names, there's no doubt about it. Pan American Silver is the number one silver stock, period, hands down. That's the stock for me to own if I did it. Is there anything wrong with First Majestic? No. I mean, the chart looks even better, right? So nothing wrong with First Majestic. But um, I, I would always go with Pan American first. And maybe now's the time. Maybe now's the time. I don't know. Word S I L J close. Right, I mean that should be bought. Really, it should be bought right in here again. You know, maybe it should be bought right here. Okay, I'll take a look again. I just I can't find the room in my account for it. Raymond, thanks for the help there. Maybe I've just got bad information on on K L R. Oh. Okay, Joe, uh, you got your next shot on ter- 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 Teradine? No, I don't like that chart pattern though. I don't like that gap down. That gap down is suspect to me. N A I I Natural Alternatives. Vitamins, minerals, herbs, supplements. Unless these guys are selling the herbal supplement, wink, wink, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have much of an interest in that business. Now, if you told me the new thing inside of this company is that they're starting to distribute cannabis, I'd have a lot of interest. Okay, guys, listen, I'm going to wrap this up. This has been um, a pleasure chatting with you tonight. Thanks for joining. I hope you all have a great weekend. I look forward to seeing all Armor Insiders 830 Monday morning. We'll go at it again, see if we can't keep adding Alpha when the window is open, and it's open right now. Take care, guys. Have a good night.